Hi guys, welcome to the Art with Heart podcast brought to you by Turning Tables Kenya. This is a podcast that allows you to interact with your artists, know everything about them. You're basically having a first-hand experience with them. So today, on our first series of this sequence, we have Charlotte and Ebiona Kikeza. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> she's a poet and uh, she's going to take us on a journey of her experience as a spoken word artist, her challenges, her experiences, her inspiration, her music that she's done recently, one track, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. all the pieces that uh, she's had. So uh, welcome, Charlotte. Thank you. So tell us about yourself. Well, I am Charlotte Ainebiona Kigazo, uh, daughter to two normal human beings, I believe. Um, a sister, um, an auntie, um, some kid once called me uncle, so we can work with that. But hands-on, and I am a, a, a love of life, a love of poetry, and a love of watching people get to a point in their lives where they can speak their truths, say their truths, and not get afraid of the pinning on the wall or the judgment. At the end of the day, being yourself is the realest and most amazing thing you can be. So at the end of the day, I am a spoken word psychologist. Yes. Yay. Spoken word psychologist. Okay. Yes. So uh, tell us a bit about your psychology. Um, when it comes to psychology, for me, I sat down and wanted to find a way in which you can combine art and psychology, use art to heal, because the normal archaic ways of using psychology have been healing the older generation. And we are a generation that relates so well with art. We are a generation that connects so well with music and lyrics and rhymes and anything that is spoken or any beat that can speak to us. So I'd always, I've always used my spoken word as a way to speak that you can use your art to get your truth out there. You can use your art to relate to someone the way you would watch a movie and be like, I feel that's like my love life or love story is the same way I would want to use poetry for someone to sit and say, oh, so I can pick myself out of depression by playing a beat. I can pick myself out of anxiety by drawing a piece. I can pick myself out of any tough situation by just enjoying the free gifts I've been given through the idea of art and the idea of expression that comes with color and words and rhythm and rhyme and beats. Thank you. So if you were not a psychologist, yes. what would you be? I would be a lawyer somewhere lying to people right now as we speak. Uh, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, when did you start writing? Oh, uh, writing, writing my own pieces. I started when I was in class six. I think I was about the age of 11. And it, in the beginning, it was for fun. It was for school. I remember the primary school where they would tell you to narrate a piece and do something interesting do poetry so it was my first time I, I remember i was in class six i was 11 but performing performing i started when i was in form three 
uh, that, that's when I, I still used to shake so much. I remember my first time on the stage, the the piece only became authentic because the judges actually thought I was crying. <laughs> yes, I was shaking. I was shaking so much that all I could do was hug myself. So they thought, oh my God, this piece is so sad and the artist relates to it. But in hindsight, I was just scared to the pants. I think if if I didn't have control of my bowel movement, I would have probably peed on myself or something. But the first, first time for me to perform, I was in Form 3. And I remember someone gave me a comment of, you're very eloquent. Have you been doing this before? And then I'm like, you should have been seeing me shake, but oh well. So I, I later started doing motivational talks in school. And then as time went by, I would write my, I had, I actually got a book. I've had like five books with pieces. I never finished the books fine, but they're like a hundred pieces somewhere scattered in this world. A hundred or a thousand, I have no clue. But for me, it was Form 3 that opened all the doors for me to be comfortable in knowing that this was going to be a journey I was going to be doing for a long time. So what has been the inspiration behind your pieces? Well, first things first, I am a very huge love advocate. So most of my pieces have been behind the idea of love, the way you would want to treat the people you love, the way you would want to communicate love. The fact that I don't just see love from the point of it being a sexual thing, but love being your family, your friends, love being the things you actually love, love being Christ's love, love being Valentine's Day or love being 4th of July, love being a movie, love being a series. For me, my biggest inspiration has been love and the aspect that love is for the human race. We, we articulate love a bit too well. We show love the way it's meant to be shown, even though we have all these conditions attached to it, which encourages my poetry more because through my poetry, I have discussions, I have rhetorical questions, questions I am asking myself, but I'm putting them out to the world so that the world can have conversations on my pieces. So most of my pieces are on the basis of love, but pieces that can encourage you to sit back and be like, yeah, that happened to me. So that was, that's my biggest inspiration. Uh, you have pieces that are not really poetry, but you have uh, some pieces I've seen on your IGTV. Well, what do you do there? What is that that you post there? Well, besides all the funny stuff. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I've always been afraid to express my true self or my views. So I remember the first time I did a video, I was doing a video on depression and what we should do when we are going through depression because it was a point where I was also going through depression. But then after hearing that there are so many other people around me who are going through depression and do not know how to deal with it, I was like, hold up, you have the knowledge on depression and the fortunate part is you've had a, had a hands-on experience of depression. Why can't you share your thoughts? So I called the segment on my Instagram Charlotte shenanigans it's actually a bath from my whatsapp statuses I used to write out my thoughts and share quotes because I love making random quotes out of things like you just sit down and say something and it sounds like a quote I'm like I want to be quoted one day so I, I it started off as statuses and then I noticed there's that part of 
proofreading and you leave out something and then you post it on your status and then someone's like did you want to say something else here um, uh, so i hated knowing i had to correct my english and i've already put it out there so i was like i'm just going to talk it out because i will at least i'll be hard better i would explain myself better so charlotte shenanigans is just charlotte's thoughts things i think about a little bit too much because i'm an overthinker but then i don't think about things like i've smoked weed nah it's things that are you th- you also sit back and you're like why aren't we talking about this why aren't we having a conversation about this by the way why is it this way so it's those conversations i know if i had with my friends I would talk for a whole hour and they would feel intimidated or something. So I said, well, why don't we put those thoughts on Instagram in six minutes and have other people sitting down and talking about them? It wasn't necessarily to pull a crowd. For me, it was I'm having people sitting and saying, by the way, why is it this way? Okay, great. Very informative. <laughs> so um, tell us about the one that you're really really passionate about I am really really passionate about young people and healing through art it is I love art so much that it I don't think it mattered if I was going to become a lawyer or not but the fact that I could change someone's whole perspective of life because we are a generation that has been built for so many expectations and being part of that generation i feel the pressure so i usually say why can't we go back to being the eight year olds we were but still be adults being eight means you were you knew that there are things going on but you also believed someone has control over them the, even though you have to wake up in the morning and sort it out yourself but at the end of the day you are you still hold on to hope not in a toxic way of i hope it works out tomorrow and if it doesn't i'm going to kill myself but in a way of i have been given today and i can only work with today hoping that today i work with will make my tomorrow better so that's one of the things i'm really really passionate about really passionate about seeing people having discussions about things we're ignoring because everyone currently is concentrating on global warming and changing the world because someone said it will end in 12 years but no one is talking about children without their parents a, a daughter missing out on a father figure um, young girls believing that being a socialite is the way to go or someone following Kylie Jenner to the point that they want to change their skin tone their eye color we I, the passion of knowing i appreciate who i am i want to live in this body and love this body that is i think that is one of the things i really want to see this world head towards especially my age mates I, I it doesn't matter if i'll be 40 but that the 90s babies the ones who've passed through almost three generations can reach that point where we go back to being 90s babies because we miss being 90s babies because it was a fun time it was a time where things were different things made sense things were relatable we were not just screaming we were having conversations so getting back to that time where it's more humanity than just being human great great so how many pieces do you have out so far are not just the written pieces the recorded pieces like yeah i'm sure from the books 
books yeah that you have written that, those are too many pieces yeah but uh you've recently started going to the studio yes. and recording pieces so how many pieces do you have out so far oh as far recording in the studio they're probably three to five and one song that he I became a musician this year so if you all think hear something and it sounds like Drake nah nah <laughs> it's not OVO it's not October's very own it's January's very own hey alright yes okay alright <laughs> <laughs> so this is Charlotte and Viona Kigazo with yes. us on the Art with Heart so um we're going to go on a commercial break remember you can find Turning Tables on Facebook at Turning Tables Kenya Instagram at Turning Tables Kenya, Twitter at Turning Tables Kenya, and on SoundCloud, Turning Tables for this podcast. Welcome back. So, hey, this is a segment where we have fun. Yeah. We yeah. get to listen and sample uh, all the projects that you have done, yes. at least recorded ones. Yeah. And then, as we are finishing the podcast, we are going to have a jam session at the end. So, let's take it away. When you fight, don't fight fair. When you run, remember that's fair. Let them know you know your right peer. It's a crown, not a civil law, a title and not a nightmare. You shall not be treated like the treasure fund, feeding those who are fools and pulling from those who are fools, enjoyed by those who are cruel while we wither away in their tread fairs. Even lawyers know. The speaker doesn't know fair. And the guilty ones definitely deserve fair. Is fair killing me cause I'm from the streets and protecting he that is the beast? Is fair judging me by my saloonist's eye for style or by the bright colors I wear outside? While you walk around praising the big thief, am I to be searched cause my head is covered? Or any sucked cause my melanin is my cover. Am I to run? Nah, I said I will not fight fair. I will not run as my leader sends his children to India and leaves me to fight for his vote. I will not run as my chief sees a wallet when my trouble is bigger. I will not run as my sister, mother, auntie are repped, beaten, battered by the criminal, while he, he is somewhere smiling in his sleep. I will not run, cause remember I said, I will fight, and I will not fight fair. Proudly, Kigezo, don't fight fair.
Don't blame her when she asks for proof When she asks you to say you love her twice When she needs to video call you To actually believe you are with your boys Don't blame her when she loves to get morning kisses When she asks you to wake her up in the morning Don't blame her The ones she has loved have walked out on her The ones she has given her heart kept living with it And leaving it on the pavement Don't blame her when she tries to make you a better person When she believes you are the one but she doesn't want you to be the one that hurts her Don't blame her when she gets mad when you don't fight for her Or support her in an argument against her friends She just wants to know you will always have her back She just wants assurance when it comes to your loyalty So don't blame her when she wants to see you in the morning, the evening and the afternoon Don't blame her cause she wants to be sure you are the one before she goes down that road again Don't blame her The world has shown her love through actions and not your words Don't blame her cause to her you are her world So don't blame her Proudly, Kigezo Woman, she was the kind with red bottom heels Knew when it was time for Jimmy Choo's and Vans The kind you only saw in the Devil Wears Prada The kind who walked into a room and somehow all our necks got a crack The kind to leave you all breathless but still be your oxygen The kind whose makeup was just right Never too little never too much the kind of makeup that made you appreciate makeup but still without the makeup made you appreciate the day god rested because that was the day she was created she was the kind who walked in heels and you could tell she had mastered that art the kind to teach you manners without a conversation the kind to teach you love without touching you she is the kind who would leave you all whispering cause her presence was loud enough to fill the room the kind who knew the meaning of having her shit together she was the kind who would discuss history, literature, biology, art yet she had studied procurement and logistics she was the kind to build and break make you and destroy you give life and take she was the kind you gave 500 bob and got back 500,000 bob because she was that kind of investment she was the kind who would turn just ugali and eggs into a whole buffet she knew when no was a word and when no was a statement she had mastered the art of her career and her life she was the kind who knew what loving herself meant she was the kind I wrote poetry for she was every single lady I had ever met she was is and will always be a woman proudly Love. You won't see better Just stand the pain I'll show you pleasure If I give you love You won't 
can't see better Just end the pain I'll show you pleasure I'll show you pleasure Pleasure I'll show you pleasure Let me hold you, show you where is better Walk the long walk with you Breakfast in bed, legs tangled, knees weak I promise to make you forget the pain Candlelit dinners, rooms filled with peers Private shows, performances Welcome back to Arch with Heart our podcast we've just had an amazing amazing session uh listening to kigeza's pieces uh most of them were a whole surprise to her as well <laughs> as ours she came to the studio recorded left now she's back yes. kigeza yes. tell us about the first piece we listened to was fight don't fight fair tell us a little something about that Okay, Fight Don't Fight Fair was written at a time when there was a lot of extrajudicial killing going on in Kenya and in the US because whether we like it or not we cannot ignore the fact that our black brothers and sisters are going through things we thought we had already dealt with just because they're black. So I wrote Fight Don't Fight Fair almost the same time when elections were almost coming in and at the same time when there was a lot of killings going on in the US. It's a point to sit back and worry because we we are losing so much to politicians and the government and a government that was put there to care about us a government that was put there to set rules and regulations that are meant to deal with the day to day and that's why there is a part i speak about sexual assault because they removed the they keep reducing the sentences for rape and defilement and i'm like does no one care anymore that this is actually a serious serious issue yeah it is a very very deep piece and most of us can resonate with you with yes. it if not all of us yeah uh so the next one was yes. don't blame her beautiful beautiful piece yes <laughs> i will not ask a lot of questions just tell us <laughs> how did we get to do not blame her Okay, do not blame how um it was at a time in my life when I think I was going through a relationship and it was one relationship that always required reporting. I am I am I am here. So today I will be doing and it made me sit down and ask there are also other people who are going through probably the same situation and they usually sit back and feel just stressing me out trust me believe me i am here i've told you i'm here i'm with my friends believe that just my friends there's nothing more nothing less it is a story of l- allowing a girl feel the way she feels because of all the insecurities she's felt before because when you get into a new relationship it is not the person has been hurt before there's a journey they have gone through before so you are just walking into a person's life that so much trust has been broken they're not loving the same it's love yes but it's filled with so many walls so you don't blame her find a way of finding out why the insecurity why don't you trust me that much what is going on do you necessarily need to know all my friends so that you can believe they're just my friends do you want to meet my friends so that you can actually know when i'm telling you i'm chilling with who and who and who you can actually have the image and it was just a story of don't blame your girl don't blame her that is so considerate considering yeah. most of us do not take the time to understand the journey that the present people we have 
in our lives have been through. Yes. We don't sit back to evaluate their hearts, their insecurities, their trust issues. Yeah. So yeah. you whoever <laughs> it is in your future must be a lucky person. Amen. So uh, amen. <laughs> uh now that you say the man, yes. is there a lucky person? <laughs> yes, there is. Okay, sixty. <laughs> no, <laughs> our woman, woman is the other piece. Yes, tell us about woman. Woman is celebrating women, and my life has mostly been revolved around women who've pushed me, women who've built me, women. Who, it's not that there've not been any men, but the women in my life—that's from my mom, my grandma, my sister, my friends. Every single person in my life has played a major role mm-hmm. in my life and I was just celebrating the women that have been in my life. Women are beautiful. Women are art. Women are poetry. I literally write most of my poetry based on women and I was just celebrating the whole entity of what a woman is, her intellect. I'm not just if you notice I'm not just describing her beauty. It's the, the the way she handles herself the way she walks the way she talks the way she carries herself the way she touches the things around her and multiplies them sometimes i think jesus should have been a woman but then sorry don't don't kill me on this part but it's, it's a thought but at the end of the day it's women and celebrating how much they sacrifice for us the fact that we know they can make and destroy i was just celebrating the women i mean thank you for the cons- uh we've heard amazing amazing artists sing about women we've had Shaggy strength of a woman mm-hmm. we've had an amazing piece by Maya Angelou phenomenal yes. woman so we can all agree that there is so much to a woman that needs to be celebrated yes. and reiterated more than one time yes so um now that we have gone through your journey of the past where you've been what inspires you mm-hmm. your present which is amazing 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 pieces Thank tell you. us about the future what are you planning uh the future is made of putting myself out there more i've i, I was rarely a poet who loved the stage i loved being the cheerleader because i love i love knowing my it's not only Kigezo that's doing poetry there are many other poets i love being in the shadows if if i had the money god knows i would have been organizing poetry events every damn week but it reached a point where i was like you need to speak your truth to other poets need because poets grow when you hear other poets i grow when i would hear teardrop or stella kivuti or mm-hmm. sk i am growing when i would hear outspoken those are all poets who are probably still underground or you know some of them but at the end of the day they're poets I love to sit down and listen to because when I was growing my art I had to listen to another poet to know how to do my delivery to know how to do my intonations to know how to set the mood at the end of the day so my future is currently filled with I'm praying to be on more stages I'm also planning an EP God willing because I I I, I cannot just be doing one 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 piece and God thank God for turning tables I got to meet amazing people from Ative and got to do um, a remix to one of the songs and owing to the fact that that was a gray area I had never spoken anything sensual or tapped into a side of my world that I felt the world was going to judge me for mm-hmm. so my future is currently filled with the truth that's one thing for sure and I'm planning to at least do a piece each day at least share 
my thoughts like i say i my poem poems are mostly my thoughts so share my poems on a daily basis see other other people experiencing my poetry and not just me sitting in the shadows and experiencing other people's poetry yeah so uh just to take you back a bit uh this comes on your future yes. and it's about growth yes uh the fourth piece that we just listened to yes uh, is cockiness yes tell us about cockiness who uh, cockiness <laughs> cockiness is one of those songs that needs you to turn the temperature in the room a bit low if possible <laughs> open the windows open the doors <laughs> it's 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 essential but a song that speaks about the realities of our world today the fact that i just don't want to be your lover in the room and making you smile in the room i want to be your everything even when the world is breaking i want to even when it's worse i want to show you better but not just with my hands with my brain with my lips with my conversations it's everything revolving around love that is expressed from a more sincere point of view it's mm-hmm. love from the core because love from the core means we know we will fight but we will deal with it we know there'll be the bad days but i hope i can kiss the pain away it's it's a song of will you be there still it's like listening to if i went to jail would you still be there for me if if you went to jail would mm-hmm. i be there for you but at the same time i'm still going to make you mourn i hands down i'm still going to please you i'm still going to make you happy but not just in the bedroom but in every other aspect so cockiness was one of those projects like i said into the future where you're getting out of your comfort zone and we helped a friend do a remix did the song with i think very soon about to become my partner in crime as far as poetry is concerned yeah so at the end of the day cockiness was get out of your comfort zone and for anyone who loves Rihanna I was just trying to be Rihanna for the day all right okay <laughs> shout out to Rihanna <laughs> also a uh, great shout out to Jilo yes uh, he has an album dropping yes. uh, an EP yes in July yeah. that's called July so cockiness was sampled from his album and like he gets said you need to turn down the temperatures <laughs> because That is a kind of music that keeps you warm yes. on a cold day. Yes. Cold evening, cold morning, cold mm-hmm. afternoon. It's all about July yeah. and the love for July. So, um are you looking you've mentioned that that partner in crime. We will not ask who that is. But <laughs> who are you looking forward to working with uh, on the next EP? Uh, any collaborations, any future producers like who who is that in your scope right now that you really 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 want to work with? currently in my I, like i said i'm not among the people who's going to like to have set a five year plan that's going to be a big lie i know i've set a one year plan and among my one year plan is that at least i release an ep it does not have to be individual cuz i i don't believe in working alone but i believe i would sample probably individual pieces but my next ep i if there's any one person i know i would want to continue working with for the next one year two years is carol jerry um i do not know who that is but if you all know her please tag her <laughs> let her know i've called out <laughs> but it's, it's it's a journey like i said because i'm stepping into new ground i'm stepping into fresh ground and she's been one of the 
poets I know who's helped me grow in my get out of your comfort zone journey. Mm-hmm. Our producers, I am trust me, I am happy with the growth I'm receiving from Turning Tables. So I would forever know I'm going to be at Turning Tables with Wonga and Nemo somewhere doing something weird. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I hands down know my one year, two year plan is an EP or two and at Turning Tables. Yay! So <laughs> again, shout out to Turning Table, shout out to Atli Luanga, the yes. producer himself, yes. and shout out to Nemo, hey, the le manager that pushes you to get to the studio <laughs> even when <laughs> you yes. don't have the strength for it. Yes. So uh, this here today has been our Art with Heart, brought to you by Turning Tables mm-hmm. and hosting proudly Kigaso. It has been a whole journey, a whole experience. We hope that you enjoy this segment. And we are back at it again, Art with Heart. This time round, we are doing freestyle with Kigezo. Our very able producer, Atli Luanga, will be giving Kigezo some instrumentals and she's going to give us what she has. So we are hoping that after the freestyle session, you'll have enjoyed our first episode of this podcast. Looking forward to hosting you on many more. Thank you, Kigezo, for coming. It has been real. Thank you. Shout out Freestyle. Hope you guys have a blast. This is my prayer. That I can look at the world some more and appreciate what I will be seeing one day. That even though I do not make it to 50, I'll be grateful to know that I changed someone's life. This is my prayer. That we can get out of the illusion that love has to be conditional and someone has to give you something in return to know they care about you. This is my prayer. That we start calling our mothers and fathers more and telling them thank you rather than calling to just ask for money and checks to be signed. This is my prayer. That when you walk on the streets of Nairobi, you do not see the Chokora as an enemy, but when he gotears you, you can gotear back because it's the most beautiful sign you will ever give. This is my prayer that things will change, and like Tupac says, there are changes, that we actually see the changes happening in our world now. This is my prayer that my peers no longer see weed and alcohol as a way of running away from the truth but weed and alcohol as a time of saying hi, we are happy, how about we have some fun? This is my prayer that when you see me as a dreadhead on the streets of Nairobi you do not say why she looks like a thief or like a bangi smoker. This is my prayer that we shall be more compassionate, more caring, not just to dogs, cats, fish, and dolphins, but to fellow human beings, because that man that is your watchman is someone else's father and husband. That guy that is the Makanga is someone else's role model. And that guy that you see on TV is also going through a journey in just as human as you. This is my prayer, that we can be human, and not sit down and think that our journey is self-centered on only us making it, but that our journey is centered on all of us growing. This is my prayer. Proudly, Kigazo.
This here has been Art with Heart, brought to you by Turning Tables Kenya. Special shout out to the whole team and for Kigezo for coming through. Catch us at Turning Tables Kenya on Facebook, at Turning Tables Kenya on Instagram, and at Turning Tables Kenya on Twitter. And for this and more series of this podcast, at Turning Tables on SoundCloud. Thank you. Peace.